Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience and in this episode uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, one of my favourite TV shows uh, and that TV show is The West Wing and um, I've been a fan of The West Wing since uh, I started watching it back in 1999 and uh, it's a series um, that's set uh, in the White House uh, around... um, the uh, the the president and his um, senior staff, um, the people that uh, work uh, very closely to the president, um, uh, and in the series is that the president is uh, President Josiah Bartlett, or Jed Bartlett as he's called, and he was played by um, Martin Sheen, and. Um, yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm going to be talking about the characters, uh, the premise, and um, I hope you like what you hear. So, uh, as I was saying uh, in this episode of the podcast, um, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite TV shows, and that is The West Wing. And if you're not familiar with the West Wing, um, it was a American uh, serialized political drama uh, that was created by Aaron Sorkin. Um, uh, it was originally broadcast on NBC um, from uh, the 22nd of September 1999 to May the 14th, 2006. Um, as I was saying, the series was primarily set. Uh, in the White House, uh, in the the West Wing of the White House, um, where the uh, the Oval Office, uh, which is the the office that is used by the President, um, is located, and um, also where the offices of the Presidential Senior Staff are located, very near um, to the Oval Office, and um, it's set. Um, in an, an, a democratic administration and um, the main uh, protagonist, uh, the main character of the series uh, is that of President Josiah Bartlett, uh, also called Jed for short um, and as I was saying he's played by uh, the brilliant Martin Sheen um, and He's the 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 main focus. Um, he's the president. Um, but what the series does um, wonderfully also is that it also focuses on um, the his senior staff, the 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 people that um, populate the West Wing, um, and that goes down from his uh, his chief of staff. Um, 
from his communications director to the press secretary to the first lady um, aides and um, and um, we see throughout the series um, the the different uh, functions of government and um, for someone like me uh, who is a uh, British guy uh, who um, who you wouldn't think would be um, interested in American politics um, for me in fact uh, from the moment that I started watching the West Wing I was absolutely enthralled by it and it really got me interested into looking into the uh, political dynamic and the political structure of um, the US government um, and of um, the, the checks and balances that uh, make up um, the uh, the legislative uh, branch and the uh, the, um, the that of the the Congress and the Senate and um, and how it all works the uh, the the whole separation of um, of powers um, and um, yeah, I don't know everything about it, but I'm still enthralled to this day. And with every episode of The West Wing um, that I watched, I uh, my interest in um, the American political um, system grew, and I learnt a lot about um, how it all it all works uh, in the American um, government and in the political system and. Uh, from everything from um, um, how uh, um, decisions are made, the the chain of command, as it were, from the commander in chief of not only the uh, the um, the administration, uh, political administration that uh, runs the the U.S. government, um, and they that hold the 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 uh, the chair within the the Oval Office of the White House that is the president who is also the commander in chief of the all the armed forces uh, in the United States of America um, but I also got to have an insight into um, how decisions are made um, what different uh, factions um, have um an influence into the decision making process and um how um deals and how the the election uh cycle um pans out also um and especially at this time uh in 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 the in the in 2020 uh and as i look at uh, the news coverage uh on tv uh we're currently just coming to the the end of a presidential um, cycle in which um, both a Republican and a Democrat, in this case uh, Joe Biden and uh, and uh, President Trump, uh, are at uh, um, reaching the end of the deciding uh, results within the presidential election um, and. Uh, it's still it's close to the wire, but uh, it's looking as if um, uh, Vice President um, uh, Biden is uh, is potentially going to win. Um, 
but uh, uh, Trump, uh, I'm sure he's uh, he's gonna he's not gonna bow out um, as easily as people uh, would hope. Uh, he would. He's gonna go fight it to the end through court, and um, yeah, I suppose that's how it works uh, in a presidential um, election, uh, especially in a U.S. election. Sometimes, apparently. It can be very easy um, decision, uh, and the votes go; uh, they come in quite easily. Um, apparently, when uh, Ronald Reagan was uh, was running for president, both the first time and his last time, his first term and his second term, he uh, easily won the vote, both the popular vote and the um, the electoral vote. Uh, so it was an easy uh, contest for him to win. Um, but um, it can be uh, the, the presidential elections as well as any kind of elections uh, around the world uh, are fraught with um, uh, with uh, two uh, opposing sides um, and people um, also uh, having to make a choice and make a decision based on um, what means the most to them uh who shares their values and um especially over the course of a um of a, a four year term which is usually uh what uh, four years is what usually makes up a president a president's uh uh term of office and then they run again they can run again and then they can only um serve another four years so they can only serve two full terms um and uh, and that's it. They can't serve any further than that. Um, uh, but people learn a lot from a president during their first term, and um, they can like them at the beginning of that um, uh, when they first they're first elected. But uh, towards the end of their term, the end of the four years, um, the opinion to, of them of a certain. Um, voter can can change rapidly depending on uh what has been revealed about um uh that the president um during that time and we see that um in part over the course of the west wing because um over the course of the the series we um we get to have an insight into um as i was saying um some of the things that um that come across the president's um, uh, desk in the Oval Office and what uh, is presented to him by his senior staff. Um, and we also get an insight into who the president is as a man um, uh, and how he deals with um, certain uh, things that happen uh, from um, huge storms that come off the uh, the coast that cause um damage um to uh livelihoods and to people and um or to uh a um you know a domestic um uh terrorism attack by someone who's um um sporadically going around shooting people uh and it also sees um we were also shown how uh, the president, uh, President Josiah Bartlett, uh, responds to uh, international um, events. Also, 
uh, whether it's um, terrorism uh, or um, diplomatic relations um, or um, uh, subterfuge by uh, um, a nation uh, that uh, is seeking to um, uh, get uh, get one over on uh, the on uh, the United States, but a lot of the 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 episodes uh, of the West Wing are are um, are presented and their their stories are told through um, the experiences of those who populate uh, the West Wing and the White House um, and the President. Um, we see. Um, members of the president's family, from um, the first lady, um, uh, all the way down to um, the um, the lawyers uh, who uh, represent uh, Josiah Bartlett, um, um, and everything in between. Um, as I was saying, uh, it's a it's a very it's a great uh, character study. Uh, of someone who um, was told that they had a voice that needed to be heard. Um, and as I was saying, uh, Josiah Jed Bartlett is played by uh, Martin Sheen. Um, and originally, uh, so I hear, um, he was not supposed to make... Um, that much of an impact and he wasn't supposed to appear on screen uh, that much uh, and in the the pilot episode of the West Wing uh, we only saw um, the president um, appear in the, the closing minutes in fact um, right at the end of the episode and apparently that is how it was supposed to proceed throughout the series um, and the main focus was to be on the staff of um, of the West Wing, um, mainly uh, around. It's mainly supposed to be centered around the character of Sam Seaborn, uh, who's played by Rob Lowe, who uh, was the deputy communications director. Uh, he was the the, uh, the deputy to um, Toby Ziegler, who's played by um, the great uh, Richard Schiff. Who was the um, communications director, um, and um, they all worked as a team, uh, of course, uh, trying to uh, deliver the the president's uh, message. And uh, one of the the, the senior staff, um, one of the, the 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 people who was most effective at delivering and um, and getting. Uh, um, the uh, the intentions of the president um, to a place of fruition was um, the character of Josh Lyman, who's played by uh, the great uh, Bradley Whitford, who was the deputy chief of staff, to the character of Leo McGarry, uh, who's played by the fantastic uh, and the sadly missed John Spencer, who was uh, President Bartlett's uh, chief of staff. And um, and of course um, uh, there was the uh, the press secretary, who uh, was really the voice and the face of the presidency. 
uh, who had to go uh, between uh, the press corps and um, and inform the press of um, uh, what uh, the president's intentions were and to report back um, what the uh, what the response uh, may be to certain situations and um, the, the press secretary uh, for the majority of the series was um, the character of C.J. Craig, who was played by the fantastic Alison Jan- uh, Janey, and also one of the, the great um, members of his staff, um, pres- the president's staff, was his personal aide, uh, who was the character of Charlie Young, who's played by uh, Dooley Hill. Um, and uh, some also recurring um, characters was the character of uh, Donna Moss, uh, played by Janelle uh, Maloney, uh, who was the senior assistant to Josh Lyman. Um, and uh, throughout the series, there was some recurring uh, cast members such as uh, Mandy Hampton, uh, played by Maura Kelly, uh, who was Josh Lyman's ex-girlfriend and uh, media consultant. Um, who uh, joined the series uh, right at the beginning in the first season, but um, exited um, towards the end of uh, towards the beginning of the second season um, because she wrote uh, a memo um, that previously to her starting work at the White House that basically um, basically bullet pointed all of uh, the president's weaknesses. Uh, and how he could be um, how he could be beaten uh, in in a presidential election, and um, that was uh, leaked to the press and it was reported, and um, that was her downfall. In fact, and she was then subjugated from the, the senior staff, and she found herself being pushed out. And um, throughout the second season and the rest of the seasons of the West Wing she was never mentioned she was never seen and um, I think it was more of a case that the actress left of her own uh, accord but the character um, was really uh, volatile and to me I don't think she really um, she had a great arc she was uh, very rebellious and um, um, she uh, could be very selfish uh, character. And she was always butting heads with with um, Josh Lyman um, and some of the other members of the senior staff. As she tried to find her place, but she, I think she just uh, she got shook out of the mix, really. Um, and of course, the uh, the fantastic uh, Stockard Channing uh, played Abby Bartlett, who was the first lady and also uh, Josiah Bartlett's uh, wife. Uh, she was uh, a doctor, uh, a physician by trade, um, and uh, throughout her, throughout the series, we get to see um, her uh, more frequently. Um, at the beginning of the, of the the first season, uh, we only see her very uh, sporadically. Um, we see her by um, uh, the president's side. Um, and, but over the course of the series, we get to find out that she has been not only by his side, but she has been instrumental in keeping him on um, 
uh, from uh, deteriorating um, on a um, an, a uh, previously non-disclosed um, illness um, that uh, could have been um, could have been and has been over the years debilitating for him uh, because one thing that um, sets this president aside and is reminiscent of presidents, uh, real presidents of the United States of America um, in history, is that um, the the president, uh, President Bartlett, suffers from uh, multiple sclerosis, um, which uh, he initially hides um, from the electorate when he first runs for president. Uh, it's not disclosed. Uh, it's not disclosed to his senior staff. Um, uh, but then in the second season, uh, he uh, passes out. He has a he, he blacks out. He collapses in the the Oval Office, and he is forced to uh, reveal to uh, his staff and to the country. Uh, that he has multiple sclerosis and he's had it for many years um, and that he felt that if he had disclosed it that they wouldn't they wouldn't believe in him they wouldn't want to vote for him uh, and they wouldn't want to work with him um, but he had he knew that he could uh, say things and do things that would be beneficial to to the country and he wanted to be the president more than anything um so um both him and uh um Abby Bartlett his wife the first lady they kept this the 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 fact of his uh, multiple sclerosis uh a secret um until they couldn't and um they had to defend that decision um to uh, the senior staff uh and to the public um um, um, because the fact is that um, the president uh, has to be re-elected and President Bartlett um, uh, was uh, debating at one point whether he should run for re-election or not um, and I think if I remember rightly the, the only reason that um, Abby Bartlett uh, Stockard Channing's character um, told uh, President uh, Josiah Bartlett, uh, Martin Sheen's character, that she would support him in his presidential um, uh, ticket and him uh, becoming the president was that uh, it would only be for four years for one term and, and after that um, uh, he could uh, pass on the presidency to someone else because she knew that his multiple sclerosis would be a factor and if he only served one term of four years then it wouldn't be uh, apparent and uh, because it was all it was disclosed and um, President Bartlett had to to tell both his staff and the country that he was suffering from multiple sclerosis uh, it wasn't acute at the start of the se the series, um, but throughout the series, going into the the sixth season and the, the seventh season, we see that he's having more severe attacks, um, 
and paralysis and memory loss. Um, so it becomes um, more uh, um, more profound, and it has more of an effect on his uh, on his daily life, um, on as his uh, on his duties as the president. Uh, but at the end of the second season, um, he's having to make a choice whether he should run for uh, re-election or not. And um, Abby Bartlett, of course, saying, no, This the deal was you don't run for re-election. This was your time. This was, you, You've served your term. And that's it. You can't go on. Um, but... Uh, in the closing scenes of the second season and the beginning of the third season, we see that he has made his mind up um, that he's going to run for re-election, and that causes um, some um, agitation, um, cause and puts a wedge between him and um, uh, and the first lady. Uh, so there is some um, there is a uh, a noticeable, um, a noticeable um, gap between them, uh, and it causes some some stress between the two of them. And we see get to see um, the, the the dynamics of their relationship, both the president's relationship and the first lady's relationship. Um, and she's been there since day one for him, um, uh, since he was the governor of uh, New Hampshire before he ran for president um and they have um uh three daughters um and uh she's been uh, a good mother and uh, a good role model for them uh for her, her daughters and a good wife to uh her husband um and she supported him throughout all of his decisions but um yeah when he he ran. He's decided to run for president, and he told his staff that he was going to do that. Um, it was definitely uh, a point of um, contention between the two, uh, and that continued because uh, uh, at one point, um, uh, because it was kind of a, a subterfuge, they um, they kept something from the American people um, that would stop would uh, influence the way that uh, the the electorate um, voted um, there had to be consequences and uh, I think uh, if I remember rightly uh, the first lady Abby Bartlett had to give up um, her uh, medical license um, um, because she had committed a crime um, it was uh, it was um, decided um, and yeah, as I said, uh, throughout the series, we get to see characters come in. We see get to see a lot more about uh, the characters' um, actions and what they believe in personally, and also their um, what they have to suffer through. Because um, we see that uh, uh, at the end of the first season, going into the second season, there is. Uh, an attempt on the president's life uh, and he's actually shot um, he's shot he goes to um, he has to go to uh, hospital but um, the character of uh, Josh Lyman um, is shot also um, 
and um, we get to see uh, a flashback uh, to um, we get to see a flashback to uh, where it all began really um, how the uh, some of the staff um, what their lives were before they were uh, brought into President Bartlett's senior staff and before they were uh, asked to uh, to help him run for president the first time and to win the uh, his first election uh, so we get to see um, a lot about uh, how I mean and, and there's lots of different bones of contention between the two between all of the characters not they don't always get along um, and especially following this um, this assassination attempt on the president and on uh, Josh Lyman there are definitely some uh, physical and some psychological uh, ramifications that are brought up um, throughout the rest of the season. Um, you know, uh, Josh Lyman suffers some acute post-traumatic stress disorder at some at one point, um, and um, and the the um, the revelation that he uh, is suffering from a debilitating illness, uh, multiple sclerosis. Um, affects his staff in in certain ways. Um, some people resent him for keeping it keeping his secret from them, um, uh, and and we also uh, get to see some incredible moments uh, uh, when uh, Josiah Bartlett, um, Martin Sheen really shows uh, his acting uh, pedigree uh, when he um, truly emotes some uh, amazing speeches and shows why uh, anybody in real life would want to vote for him because he's very um, articulate, he's very uh, in, um, inspirational and um, and he, he's, uh, he's very intelligent and um, He's very uh, liberal, kind of a president. Um, he's not very hard, hardline Democrat, um, but um, he he's he's uh, very articulate, very intelligent, as I said, and he has things that he wants to say, and he think and things that he thinks deserve to be said, and he wants to um, he wants to make the country a better place. Um, and uh, there are some really standout episodes um, that uh, are uh, counted among some of the um, the best um, episodes of television that have ever been made. Um, and and we get to see a transition throughout the series, especially towards the end when it comes to the end of Josiah Bartlett's term, um, his second term as president, and. There has to be the election of a new president, and um, and we we see uh, the arrival of uh, Jimmy Smiths as um, Matthew uh, Santos, uh, who is a congressman from Texas, who's on the Democratic side, and um, the fantastic Alan Alder, uh, who plays uh, Arnold uh, Vinick, who is a senator from California. Who becomes the uh, Republican nominee for president, and we get to see those two come um, head to head. And, and as I said, it's it's a great um, the West Wing is a great insight into 
into the the politics um, that exists in American um, American government. Um, we get to see moments from the Bartlett family where they really are tested. I mean, at one point, um, at the end of uh, I think it's the fourth season, um, Zoe Bartlett, uh, one of Josiah Bartlett's daughters, is uh, abducted and um, and held uh, held hostage, and we have to see the ramifications of uh, a president as a the president having to make decisions, but he's also a father and um he all, he has to take the the 25th amendment which removes him temporarily from office and he has to be um he has to be uh replaced um uh, on a short term basis by um the speaker of the house of representatives um and uh and it's because he has to do that because um, he he thought that uh, he might not be able to effectively make the decisions that need to be made um, because his family was in danger and was in, involved in uh, in what was going on and that um, he wouldn't be able to stop himself from making an an, uh, an emotional decision rather than um, a uh, a strictly logical uh, decision, and of course, the Twenty-Fifth Amendment. Uh, if you don't know, uh, is um, part of the the U.S. the United States Constitution that deals with the issues related to the presidential succession and disability, um, and that's it is a part of that. Uh, uh, how um, uh, the president was able to pass his power over to uh to the uh the leader of the the house um of uh representatives for a short time um who's played by uh john goodman um uh the character of uh glenn allen walken and john goodman is fantastic in the character very uh republican very conservative very straight uh, down the line um, and uh, he's definitely a different president and he, the reaction to President Bartlett's staff to him is uh, uh, very uh, very strong, he's completely different, he doesn't really uh, want to listen to his, the opinions of uh, the staff he wants to make his own decisions his own choices um, whereas Josiah uh, Bartlett likes to talk about um the issues at hand and make a determination based upon um, um, uh, conversation and um, debate and uh, and then um, um, ultimately making the, the final decision but he likes to mull things over and have um, a, a concerted and um, a um, a uh, a transformative uh, conversation about uh, certain issues um, before he comes to a uh, before he comes to a decision and um, yeah so that the as I say the the series was a fantastic series um, it uh, it really did shine a light on the political the American political system for me um, it helped me understand a lot about 
um, the the um, the inner workings of the American government uh, and how uh, important um, it is to have um, the different uh, levels of government that there are the the checks and balances um, um, and um, the the importance of um, being someone who uh, has a message and who wants to change uh, the world uh, but who isn't afraid to have a team around him to enable him to do that um, and yeah some uh, great episodes that really stand out um, that uh, were uh, award winning um, and um, just a great a great series actually and I think it's one of Aaron Sorkin's um, best works um, um, he's previously uh, written uh, such uh, films as um, The Social Network um, and uh, he, he wrote um, A Few Good Men the, 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 uh, the film uh, The American President uh, the film Steve Jobs um, Moneyball uh, Charlie Wilson's War um, and uh, the TV series um, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip which I really enjoyed um, and also uh, he was the creator of the TV series The Newsroom uh, but for me uh, The West Wing is a standout um, series um, I believe he, he only wrote the first four seasons of the, the series before departing um, and um, then um, uh, John Wells and Tom Slane um, uh, carried on um, as producers and uh, with other writers coming in um, but uh, yeah The West Wing is definitely a truly ensemble uh, cast uh, um, that all effectively um, contribute uh, to making The West Wing uh, the great series that it uh, that it was, that it is and um, one of the most highly regarded um, TV series ever made um, and yeah so I think I'm going to leave it there for now um, I just want to say uh, um, if you haven't watched The West Wing yet uh, if you have the ability to go and watch some of the episodes um, definitely uh, check them out um, some, some fantastic episodes there um, some very illuminating uh, stories and um, I'm sure you will enjoy watching uh, the characters um, uh, just as I did uh, because they are some very compelling characters some very uh, compelling uh, stories uh, that deal with all kinds of different issues and uh, some of those episodes can really um, inspire thought and debate um, that can allow um, for uh, um, the continuation of uh, um, coming to uh, the journey of coming to uh, a mutual understanding between people and uh, um, I've always found it very captivating, very fascinating and uh, I uh, can't wait to revisit the series of the West Wing again uh, very soon, especially inspired by the uh, the political um, 
the political show that's uh, happening uh, on TV uh, and in the media uh, and all around the world is captivated by what's going on in the United States of America um, and uh, how the, the story of this presidential election uh, will end. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave it there for now. I just want to say uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, the episode. I hope you like what you heard, and I'll talk to you again soon. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, book form, uh, you can go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon